Hello, everyone. It's time for Vanish Chicagoland Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pico Stanis. This is episode 232, season 10. Today's date is July 2nd, 2023. And uh, welcome to the show. Uh, I have another podcast today. I did one yesterday. But the reason that I'm doing another show is uh, this is very special uh, to me and to everyone that... Uh, Yesterday, uh, there was the announcement of the death of Dick Biondi, the the famous radio disc jockey. And he was a legend throughout the Chicagoland area. And uh, I posted this on uh, my social media accounts that I will do a podcast episode about him. Yeah, a tribute, that is. So I will do that today. Also, um, I will talk about... Something unusual, um, I posted this uh, a few days ago, which I never I never knew about this. This is uh, new to me, and it's a water, uh, it's a water park, and it was called the Ebenezer Floppin' Sloppers Wa- Wonderful Water Slides that was located in Oak Brook Terrace. And a few people m- uh, mentioned to me, why don't you do a podcast episode about that? I said, okay, I'll touch that briefly uh, for that. Uh, but I will talk mo- most most of the program I will talk about is uh, Dick, my memories about Dick Biondi and uh, his biography as well. Okay, so uh, before I get started with the program, the program will go into a commercial break. And this program is brought to you by Dristan Cold Tablets. Uh, this is a famous product that uh, it's been around for since the fifties, and uh, it was uh, advertised heavily on television throughout the years. Uh, so here's a commercial from 1971, and uh, so sit back and relax, and I'll be right back with the program. Thank you, everyone. You're sick. Virus cold. I've tried cold capsules. Take Tristan tablets. You need a capsule this big to get all the medication in a daily dose of Tristan. Cold capsules work only in the head, but Tristan tablets not only help relieve head congestion and sinus pain, its extra medication relieves body aches and fever too. More complete relief than cold capsules can possibly give. Tristan tablets. Tristan does it all. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Dristan cold tablets. Like I said before, uh, the product's still around. Um, it's not advertised on TV. Really not at all. I haven't seen it. Uh, I've seen it in drugstores. Like, for example, uh, Walgreens, Osco, CVS. You know, it's still there. But uh, this was uh, usually this would treat uh, sinus congestion. You know, they did that. Uh, I've taken it, I don't know, a long time ago. Still got product, but there, there's so many to choose from. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you could, if you want to purchase it, you could do do so as well. Wherever it's available, like those uh, drugstores I mentioned. Also, Walmart, Target, Amazon, you name it, you'll find it. It's kind of nostalgic. You know, going back to see old products that are still there. Okay. At the beginning of the program, I talk about, I'm going to, excuse me. I mentioned I'm going to mention, I'm going to talk about um, the uh, legendary radio disc jockey, Dick Biondi, and the, uh, the defunct water park, uh, the Ebenezer Floppin' Sloppers Wonderful Water Slide. So it's a long name. <laughs> I'd get to that why it's named like that. It's it's like, wow. <laughs> but, you know, before I get started, um, when it was announced yesterday, on July 1st, uh, that Dick Biondi passed away, he, he passed away on, on June 26th. And uh, I was going through Facebook, and I noticed a post that he passed away and i go no it's no way and uh so i i went to a group it was the wcfl am uh facebook group he used he worked there uh in the 60s i asked him can you confirm this is he dead did he die you know and i haven't heard from him until this morning and uh, i guess it's true and then i guess it was true and then then WLS uh, AM or FM, I think it's both, uh, the Facebook page confirmed it, that he, yes, he passed away. And then um, the social media went bonkers. And then I check on the internet and like that. Uh, there were a couple of complaints like, oh, wh why did they announce this? Uh, why didn't they say this a few days ago? Because it was announced that day. You know, they didn't announce it, I guess, because of uh, it's for the family. You know, they want to do the, maybe it was private to them. You know, you got to show some respect <laughs> like that. And uh, so uh, the tributes came flooding in. People who listened to them, uh, people who have worked with them uh, throughout the years, you know, through radio stations, uh, events. Uh, when he MC those events, uh, also when uh, people like me that met him in person, you know, and they had uh, or listening to him on the radio back in the day, you know, when they were in their bedrooms or uh, in the car like that. I wish I'd met him. I I, really, I wish I had met him. I, I would love that. That would make my that would make my day. You know, but I never had the opportunity. So, um, so that's uh, that's really sad, like that. 
Okay, but right now, first I'm going to talk about his biography, a little bit about that, and then I'll talk about my memories of listening to him. Okay, so here we go. So uh, he was born Richard Orlando Bionde, born September 13th, 1932. And uh, he called himself the Wild Eitralian. <laughs> You know, I never knew that. Well, maybe I've heard it, but not. Uh, I don't think that was mentioned uh, often. <laughs> so I guess so. He must be proud of himself doing that. And uh, you know, but he had a big voice, loud voice, and uh, he did uh, did some antics, not not too crazy on the air. I mean, he wasn't scandalous or offensive. Maybe he was. I don't know. I. I when I listened to the radio, I didn't hear anything of that. Nothing, uh, nothing bad, nothing rude, no. And uh, but sometimes, you know, he would tell jokes, or he would, you know, lose his temper, and then he would get fired or suspended or like that. Uh, he said that in an interview in the late '80s, like that. And sometimes, uh, when over the years. He would close his closing line was God bless, bye bye, Duke. That's the way. Thanks a million for dialing our way. That's kind of nice. And uh, he's he worked he worked himself up in uh, well, he was born in Endicott, New York, you know, upstate. And he worked uh, he worked uh, various uh, radio stations on the east coast and. And then, um, so the, he started like right around the rock and roll era, like in the, in the beginning like that. And, uh, so he worked in Buffalo, then he worked in New York. And then in 1960, uh, I don't know the exact date, maybe in May or something like that, he started working in Chicago and he got hired at WLS AM 89 or 890, whatever you want to call it. And uh, he worked that for about three years. But he was he, he did something very famous over there. He was credited to, uh, for introducing the Beatles, you know, to on the on, on Chicago radio. And that was in February of 1963. And uh, that was a song, Please Please Me. Very good song, indeed. And uh, so that was uh, that was a milestone, a huge milestone. And uh, that was when Beatlemania took off. And uh, that was one of a kind. And uh, I don't know if he met the Beatles. Maybe he did. I'm not sure. Uh, possibly. I, I don't know. Uh, then, um, then he had, uh, he only worked at WLS AM for a few years. Uh, uh, probably about, yeah, he, I think, uh, but, yeah, just three years. And then he moved to LA. Then, uh, he worked there for quite a while. And then he returned in Chicago in 1967 and worked at WCFL AM 1000. And he was there for a few years. And uh, so he was, uh, you heard him there. And uh, so 
so uh, before yeah before I resume, um, yesterday uh, Robert Feder, the the famous columnist, he wrote for the Sun Times for many many years. He wrote a beautiful tribute column about him, and that was uh, I read it yesterday, and that was uh, it was outstanding. You know, very sad and very uh, very lovely indeed, like that, and. Uh, so yeah so according to the uh, yeah so i want to correct myself he will he signed on at wls on may 2nd 1960 not, not may 9th i apologize and he was there from nine to midnight so uh, during that time you uh, teenagers would listen to him you know at night you know they have their transistor radios or their clock radios or like that <laughs> And uh, he, he made appearances at high schools and clubs, with some little record hops, you know, so teenagers go and dance the latest tunes. Oh, that was great. Also, he recorded a novelty record called On Top of a Pizza, which was a parody of On Top of Old Smokey. So I know the first two lines is called On Top of a Pizza. All covered with cheese. He sang that song, you know, on the record, and he also sang it on the radio all the time, all the time. You know, I don't think he got tired of it. You know, he a lot of people requested it to sing that. Uh, you can hear the entire um, song on YouTube if you like, or if you have a CD or an old 45 record like that. And uh, so it's. Uh, it's funny. It's a, it's a funny. I just love it. You can't forget about that. It really isn't. Okay. So uh, then he were, he arrived in back in Chicago in 1967, worked at WCFL. And then uh, he worked a short time at WMAQ uh, radio, not so score, in 1976. And then he went to another city. You know, so he... Um, So he worked uh, then to South Carolina in Myrtle Beach. And then um, all of a sudden, in 1984, he got hired back in Chicago. And uh, it was for the WJMK 104.3 FM radio station, Magic 104. One of my favorite radio stations of uh, during that time, during the 80s. And they played oldies, but goodies, and... Uh, I love that radio station. I really loved it. I listened to that all the time. I listened to it uh, in my bedroom, you know, with the clock radio or any radio, uh, any radio that I had at the time or in the car. I always uh, had it programmed in my car to that station. And when he was on, oh, it was great. It was, it was wonderful. And he hosted a show on Friday nights called Friday Night Fifties. I remember that, and that was uh, that was a great show. It, he played a lot of songs from the fifties. I think some obscure ones too that I never heard of. That went on for years, and uh, sometimes on Saturday nights I didn't go. Ho I didn't uh, go out. I stayed home and I listened to him. Uh, it was. Uh, you're taken back to a beautiful time 
and you just listen to that, and you, you would uh, you would talk a little bit about himself and all that. Uh, it wasn't that disruptive, so it was great. He also did a show on Saturday night. I, I'm sure he did. I'm not sure. I don't remember. Yeah, he, he probably did. And uh, so that was the best, you know. And uh, he was there for a long, long time. And uh, he was there on WJMK 104.3 FM for about over almost 20 years. He was there, you know, and uh, he was there when you want to listen to him. Always there like that. Okay. And uh, so right now I'm going to play a commercial uh, with Big Beyond. Uh, this is a WL commercial from uh, July of 1960. I think it's July. I'll correct myself when after the, uh, the commercial is over. And this is about a record album by Ricky Nelson. And he's promoting it like that. And uh, this is one of the earliest recordings uh, from WLS AM 89 you know, when he started in 1960. So sit back and relax and enjoy the voice of Dick Biondi. Thank you, everyone. The time is 19 minutes before the hour of 12 o'clock. Top of Brooks Chili Hot Beans with a sizzle in the flavor. This is the fabulous Wednesday, July 6th, 1960. WLS Chicago, 890, and this is the Dick Biondi Show, thanking you for being so nice to smile with us as we roll till midnight. Ladies and gentlemen, guys and gals, with 67 degrees, I'd like to remind you that tomorrow, make, make a point to stop in at your favorite record shop and pick up on the fabulous new album by Ricky Nelson entitled More Songs by Ricky. It's a tremendous new imperial album. Album. And in this album, along with 12 great tunes, you're going to find a fantastically beautiful color photo of Ricky, personally autographed by Ricky, just great for putting in your room or framing. It's a big, beautiful picture, one you'll want to have. You may be the first to have it in your particular neighborhood or your particular gang. So stop in at your favorite record store tomorrow and just listen to a sample of one of the great tunes from Ricky's brand new album. I'd climb the highest mountain If I knew that when I climb that mountain I'd, I'd climb the highest mountain Just one of 12 fabulous jobs done by Ricky Nelson On this great new LP called More Songs by Ricky Along with this tune you'll hear Baby won't you please come home Ain't nothing but love When your lover is gone Hey pretty baby I'm all through with you and many many more so tomorrow, pick up on Ricky Nelson's fabulous new 12-inch LP by Imperial called More Songs by Ricky. You'll have a great amount of fun dancing and listening to Ricky Nelson. So tomorrow, make sure you ask for More Songs by Ricky at your favorite record store. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for uh, More Songs by Ricky Nelson, courtesy of Dick Biondi on WLS uh, AM Radio. I want to clarify it, uh, something. Uh, before he went to Magic 104, he worked at WBBM 96.3. He worked there for a little little while. Then he worked. Then he uh, moved over there. And uh, from then WJMK, he worked there from 1984 until 2005. Uh, and then. Uh, also, there was the digital um, station, but he stayed for another year. So he was released on July 2006. 
Then the same year, he got, he was hired uh, back to WLS, a 94.7 FM. And he hosted a show. And he was there for about, yeah, about uh, almost 10 years. I was there. I, I did listen to him for a while, you know, and uh, he wanted to come back. Uh, uh, but he was uh, recovering from an ailment. You know, he was sick, but he never came back. You know, so he was, uh, I guess he sort of retired in a way, you know. So that's a shame like that that happened. You know, people were looking forward to listening to him. Um, also, when he recorded the um, the record on top of a pizza that he, he made in 1961, uh, the flip side of the record was called Knock Knock. And uh, it, it would go like this. Knock Knock, who's there? Beyond the, beyond the who? Beyond the, the blue horizon? <laughs> And uh, so that was that was funny like that. Other shows he did um, when he was uh, when he was in uh, North Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, in the seventies, uh, he produced a syndicated program called Dick Biondi Super Gold Rock and Roll. I remember listening to it. So I think that was a show that was a Saturday night. I think it was that. I'm not sure uh, because. That was uh, probably before he uh, returned to Chicago, like that. Uh, so, also, right uh, this year, they, some people have produced a documentary about his life. And uh, someone um, sent me a request. I have a, I have a Facebook group for, you know, Van Chicagoland and, uh, there's a person that's in charge of the documentary. And he said, uh, can you please post this in your group? And I said, okay, why not? I, I love, I love Dick Biondi. I would do that. And, uh, it was, uh, called the voice of, uh, that rock America, the Dick Biondi story. I heard it had its pre- uh, sneak preview in Indiana. Not too far. I'm not sure where exactly. And uh, from what I heard, uh, it'll be ready in about about a few days from now. It'll be ready to be viewed by the public, you know, citywide. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. That'd be great, you know. Um, but we shall see about that, you know. And uh, so, you know, I, you know, I still miss him. I really do. It's just, it's very, it's so sad like that. And a lot of people do. And uh, oh my goodness, I don't know what else to say. I really don't. Okay. So uh, that's it for uh, about my tribute for Dick Biondi. And uh, right now, I'm going to talk about uh, very briefly about the second subject is the Ebenezer Floppin' Sloppers Wonderful Water Slides that was located in Oak Brook Terrace, Illinois. I never heard of this place. I don't recall it, you know. And uh, one day I saw an ad in an old newspaper and they had this. I go, what is this? It's a water park. I never heard of this place. 
So I did an internet search and I found a coupon of that and I posted it on my Twitter account, my Facebook account, and I asked my followers, does anyone remember this place? And most most people said, yes, they they did remember it and they, they attended there, you know, and they, they say they loved it. They really did. Just like water parks today, you know, but uh, this was during the 80s like that. So I'll uh, do a history of that. Uh, so uh, I'm going to get started. So in this was located on Route 38, or that's Roosevelt Road and Route 83 in Oakbrook Terrace, right near uh, right near Oakbrook Center, and where Dispenses uh, Castle of Toys was nearby. And uh, it was a gravel pit first. Uh, it opened in 1951, and it was owned by a businessman named Claiborne Robinet. And uh, he had it until the late 1970s. And in the 60s, that was the site was called known as Mount Trashmore. <laughs> okay. And uh, so... Uh, so somebody and so uh, one person was driving past the site and took an interest in the the property and thought of a good idea to make it a water you know for water slides okay and because it's very hilly and all that so uh, and uh, Mr. Collar. Uh, signed an agreement with the Robinet family to build two water slides and a few small buildings on the property. Okay, that's fine. And uh, the name of the Ebenezer Floppin, uh, that came from a story from Mr. Collar's brother-in-law, and he told about a man he met in Joplin, Missouri, way down south, named Ebenezer Floppin. <laughs> okay, that would be fun. But it's a long, it's still a long name like that. Then the park opened in 19, on July 5th, 1980. And uh, people would sit down on rubber mats and um, you could be by yourself or with two people and it'll be groups of people and eight at a time. And it'll be color coded, color coded to match the flow of the crowds to the slides like that. And uh, you would just slide or down, you know, all that water like that. You know, for me, I have never done this in my life. I, I've never went to a water park, you know, because I'm scared of the water and I can't swim. But, you know, but this is on a solid substance. So like that. And uh, after two years, uh, uh, Mark Collar sold the park to a businessman he knew uh, from uh, I think from where he went to high school at Oak Park and River Forest High School and there. Then during the 80s, they added more slides, you know, like that. And uh, that's kind of cool. That's great. And uh, then the, the around 1987, the park was renamed Doc Rivers Roaring Rapids Water Park. Okay. So I guess uh, he didn't own the park anymore. The new guy did, and that was renamed for that. All of a sudden, the park closed in 1989 
for reasons unknown. And uh, so, and it wasn't sold to anything. They just, it was just abandoned, neglected. And there's like um, graffiti covered it. It just looks awful. And uh, some, and you know, some people have managed to sneak in to take a look at it, but uh, I heard there's cameras or security cameras around. But you know, the site is still owned by the Rabinet family, you know, so they're they still watch that. You know, I wish they'd do something with it, I don't know what they're doing with it. There's a chinkling fence that's been erected around the site. So you can uh, you're gonna get caught when you sneak in like that. So I don't know, I don't know what they're gonna do with it. This place they should just do something. You know that's a valuable piece of property, but no, it's just there. You learn something new every day about Chicago history. Something that's uh, I like me. I've I never heard of this place. So like that. Oh, and I just remembered, um, someone, yeah, someone sent me an email and says, why don't you talk about the, this water park? And I go, oh, okay. You know, that's, uh, but then a few more other people uh, suggested that too. So that's how it got started. I apologize. Okay. So, uh, but we have water parks now, and I think there's a big, uh, huge one, I think in Lamont, Illinois, I think, or Yorkville, you know, there's a one up north, I think it's Kalahari or something like that. I, I don't go to those, so uh, I don't know. I'm too old. <laughs> I'm almost 60 years old. I don't need to slide down like that. <laughs> so, uh, no, 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 not for me. Okay, so uh, I guess that's it for this program. So I'll do a recap of what I talked about. I talked about my memories of the legendary radio disc jockey, Dick Biondi. Also the uh, water park, the Ebenezer Floppin' Sloppers Wonderful Water Slides in Oak Brook Terrace, Illinois. Uh, this podcast will be published later on today. Uh, wherever podcasts are available, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Also, be please subscribe if you do find those. You will get notified for new episodes. Also, this will be posted on um, uh, my YouTube channel, Fan Chicago and Stories. Uh, please subscribe to that as well. You know, people ask me all the time, and I tell them the easiest way to listen to my podcast is YouTube. Just listen to YouTube. Okay. Also, be posted on my social media accounts, Facebook and Twitter. And it'll also be posted on my blog, www.banishchicagoland.blog. <laughs> I got that right. So, um, you know, Dick, Dick Biondi may be gone. Yeah, he'll, his memories will live on. And so will our memories. You know, I miss him already. Okay. So this is Pico Stines, your host of Banish Chicago and Stories. Thank you for joining me on this special program. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the rest of your 4th of July weekend. It's raining a lot <laughs> today. Um, oh, yeah. One, one last thing I want to mention. You know, NASCAR is this weekend. Uh, I'm not a big car fan, not a racing car fan, but I posted, uh, I tweeted something. Uh, 
about it reminds me when I used to watch Speed Racer uh, back in the day, you know, in the seventies when it was on Channel Thirty Two and Channel Forty Four. When I ran, rushed home from school and watched it, everyone did. Most of the people loved it. They loved that cartoon. And then when I posted it on Twitter, it just went ballistic. It just went crazy. They tweeted, people tweeted, they retweeted, they shared their memories. Oh, that was nice. That really was. So that's good. That was before the announcement of the death of Dick Biondi. So it was a busy Saturday. Okay. So, like I said before, everyone have a great uh, rest of the, your 4th of July weekend. I uh, hope you have a cookout, uh, depending on the weather. You know, I'll take it easy today. It's going to rain all day. So, bye-bye for me. And here's a little traveling music with, uh, with Ray Rayner saying bye-bye-bye. Take care, everyone. So long. We have to go. Bye-bye-bye.